0: Good morning. Welcome to 49ers in 5, your daily update on everything happening with the team that you need to know. I'm Rob Stats guerrera Today is Friday, October 29th, 2021. Here is what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. First, we'll give you the practice report. And actually, before I do that, I've always wondered if... It was worthwhile for me to give you the practice report. I think it is, in case you're not on Twitter or whatever. But if you think it's redundant, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter, at StatsOnFire, or you could drop a rating and a review on iTunes. That would work just as well. If you do want to give us a rating, we hope it's a five-star rating, of course. You know, we like nice things. But the practice report for Thursday. The following players did not practice. Number one, Nick Bosa. But don't worry, just a rest day. He was not injured. And actually, you're going to hear from him a little later in the show. Aziz Alshire has a concussion. He did not practice. Same with D. Ford. Mo Hurst has a calf. Javon Kinlaw, of course, with the knee. Same with Tart. And Trent Williams still not practicing with the ankle and elbow injuries. Now, here's who was limited. Debo Samuel did not participate on Wednesday, but good news, he was limited on Thursday, so that is trending in the right direction. Trey Lance continues to be limited with his knee injury. Samson Ebukam limited with an ankle. He actually walked off during practice, so that may not be trending in the right direction. And Marcel Harris is still limited, working his way back from his thumb injury. Now let's get to some of the audio from yesterday, and actually defense is going to dominate today's show. Let's start with defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans everybody wants to hear from him because of how poorly his defensive backs played on Sunday night against the Colts. So, Tomiko Ryans, how are you fixing these
1: guys? For our DBs, everybody has seen and heard about the, we've seen the defensive pass interferences and, you know, that's definitely has hurt us. Gave up over close to 100 yards in penalties and we can't do that. We can't. We can't beat ourselves. From that standpoint, we have to play smarter. We have to play better. So, we've been Working with those guys all week, just putting them in those positions as often as we can, putting them in positions so they're confident, they're comfortable to go out and you know make a play in the game. And uh, so, I mean, Corey's done a great job of working with those guys all week, and expect them to be be better as we go out on Sunday.
0: Okay, that's good to hear, I guess. But it's not like Josh Norman and Drake Kirkpatrick are rookies; they're veteran players. They should probably know this stuff already, right? Given all the injuries and the poor play we've seen at defensive back this year, why isn't Diamador Lenore getting some more playing time?
1: Lenore, he did some good stuff for us early, but still has to continue to maintain that sense of urgency to go out and compete and, and be his best every week. And, you know, he's still pushing through, still battling. So, you know, I expect him, expect Ambry to continue to fight, compete, to battle, to be better, working their techniques and everything they need to do throughout the week. You know, so they can't have the opportunity to be up and available for the game. Two things.
0: First, Diamondor Lenore was a fifth round pick. The last problem he should have is a lack of urgency. The league chews up and spits out fifth round draft picks. If he is not bringing it every single day like his job is on the line, that's on him. And number two, What is going on with the 49ers that so many players don't have enough urgency? Debo Samuel last year came in overweight. Brandon Ayuk this year came in overweight, hasn't taken strides. Now D'Amico Ryan says Diamador Lenore hasn't shown the urgency. What is happening or maybe not happening at 49ers headquarters that's got everybody so relaxed about everything, especially during a four-game losing streak? Well, Nick Bosa might have actually given us a clue yesterday. He was asked about whether the team has missed some of the vocal leadership that it might have had when the roster was totally healthy. I think we're missing Kittle out there with his uh, vocal leadership. And um, Raheem, I think, was a really good vocal leader. Um, Trent, another vocal guy. Um, So, yeah, it, it does help to have some guys that are... More vocal, and we'll get get on other guys about certain things. And um, but we got to work with what we got, and we we definitely have enough leaders out there that we should be able to um, do our job on offense and defense. We're all aware by now about Joe Staley's infamous comments about trying to pass the leadership torch to DeForest Buckner before he got traded. And I said at the time, and I'm going to say it again here: I want to know. Once Staley learned that Buckner was getting traded, who did he call after that, right? Who was second on the list for Staley to pass that leadership torch to? We don't know. We didn't say. So we're still wondering. And leadership in the locker room is a thing. Now, ordinarily, you'd like it to come from your starting quarterback, but that's just not who Jimmy Garoppolo is. And if he tries to be it now, it's going to come off as fake and it's going to be ineffective anyway. Maybe the 49ers do need a player like George Kittle who's actually active in the locker room that can shoo people out. George can't do that because he's hurt, but they need somebody who can set the standard of urgency and more importantly, hold people accountable when they don't meet it. We always give you one thing to read, one thing to watch, and one thing you might have missed. One thing to read on this Friday, David Lombardi has a really cool story in The Athletic that actually goes back to 2017 and looks at what people were saying about Jimmy Garoppolo when he first got to the 49ers and started winning all those games, and he compared it to what we've been saying about Jimmy Garoppolo recently. And honestly, I forgot a lot of those old quotes. And it is amazing to go back and read because it seems like they are talking about two entirely different people. One thing to watch, the Bears keep denying it, but Khalil Mack didn't practice again yesterday. He is probably at the point where he could play without practicing at all. But right now, it's looking like that report earlier in the week about him missing the game was accurate. One thing you may have missed, this is not 49ers related, but it is pretty cool. The Cincinnati Bengals are the surprise of the league at 5-2, and and apparently they are the new darlings in Vegas. Cincinnati is soaring up the odds boards, regularly attracting half a million dollar bets in Las Vegas, and causing oddsmakers to hang point spreads that haven't been seen since the early 1980s. That is before I was born, and if it's before I was born... You know it's pretty old. That's a wrap on today's 49ers in five. Please rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation podcast network. Keep your eyes peeled for the Gold Diggers podcast. Michelle Majug and I will break down Niners Bears from a fantasy and gambling perspective. We've done a pretty good job with the prop bets, making you money this year. So you definitely don't want to miss those. Stick with us, and hopefully, we can put a little change in your pocket. Enjoy your Friday, everybody. I'm Rob Stats Guerrero. We'll talk tomorrow.